gorgeous soul. This is the Katie Blair Podcast, aka your activation station for magnetizing and normalizing your next inevitable massive up-leveling. I'm a virtual coach who focuses on designing your most epic human experience through building a purpose-filled and aligned lifestyle and or business. If you're obsessed with quantum up-leveling and you're done settling for anything less than everything you desire, you have arrived right on time. I want to talk about the concept of alignment with you guys today because this word, this term is thrown around, used so much. I use it all the time, I know for sure, because it is such a crucial and important piece of not only what you're building, but also who you're becoming because something that we also talk about so much on here is identity and identity equals repeated beingness and alignment is something that we desire to have be part of identity. We're done with the looping of being in alignment and then falling out of it and the stop go mentality. We desire to be a human who lives in alignment, which would mean that it goes synonymously with identity. And so if we want to look at alignment truly as how do I approach this piece through a lens of sustainability, it has to be looked at through the root of alignment. The root of alignment is the way that you are thinking every single day. Because alignment from a bird's eye view means that the way that you think, the way that you feel, the way that you act are all on the same page with each other. They're all in agreement, they're all dancing together, and there's not one piece that's hanging off trying to do something completely different. And it's okay when that happens, and it's going to happen, whether it be a trigger or a habit that you're ready to let go of. But how can we have our foundation of our energy rooted from a place of alignment so that when these things come up, they don't take us out, but rather the dance between them all is so strong that naturally that thing is going to come into a synchronistic rhythm with the other pieces that are in alignment. This is how we grow. This is how we compound our actions every single day. So I think a lot of the time where we can tend to go wrong is that we see alignment instead of as rooted with identity, we see it as rooted with our goals or rooted with our dreams or our visions of where we want to go from here. And the problem with this is that these visions and dreams that we have, they come from our conscious mind and our conscious mind is only 5% of our being. It's kind of like when you're actually in the car driving. You have to have your senses on, you're in control, you're on the road, you don't want to get in a crash, you don't want to hurt yourself, you don't want to hurt others. So you're actually conscious when you're driving, but the rest of your life, you know, you're laying on the couch or you're watching TV or you're hanging with friends or whatever that may be. It's the same thing when we are looking towards the future at what we want. It takes a very that level of intentionality we have in those moments gives us a full body buzz because it takes over us in that moment. But it only takes a matter of minutes, a matter of hours, a matter of days before that starts to kind of 
slow down a little bit and our natural tendency, the 95% ruled by the subconscious, not the conscious, takes over. That's our autopilot, okay? So if alignment is coming from a place that we're viewing it alongside a future version of ourselves that we are aiming towards with the 5% conscious mind, you're going to be experiencing this stop-go mentality or this looping because your subconscious, that 95%, is going to keep kicking in. And it's kind of like this back-and-forth battle of retraining and reprogramming the subconscious, but also we can tend to get down on ourselves or create these stories in our minds because it's kind of like, why can't I hold this? Why does it seem like everyone around me has this this piece figured out, but I'm stop going, stop going, stop going. And I really desire this to just be who I am so that I don't have to think about it. But why is it like this? And this this is your answer right here. It's because that 95% is where it's at. And the thing about this 95%, you guys, is that this piece is what is directly related to the core of alignment, which is the thoughts, which is the mindset. Because as we know, everything stems from there. Thoughts turn into feelings, feelings turn into actions, actions turn into the way that you're showing up and existing in the world. So if we really want to create alignment from a place of identity, it means really starting with this first piece, the thoughts and the mindset. And when we're in those 5% with the conscious mind thinking towards the future of what we want that's feeling really good, we, we are rooted in a hopeful consciousness. We're rooted in a powerful consciousness in a place that says, okay, I've been where I've been, I'm where I'm at now, but this is where I want to go, and I'm committed, I can do this, let's go. But the second that we slip out of that 5% consciousness and we come into this 95% subconscious, actually the thoughts that are ruled and generated from that place tend to be ones that are more about defeat, failure, the proof that you have that you haven't been able to do it up to this point and it kind of comes can come with a lower self-confidence because you haven't done that thing yet and so the only evidence that you have is where you've been and where you're at and if we're not really really careful about our awareness of what thoughts we're letting in at this gateway opening door of alignment, then it can be a lot harder and take a lot longer to reach alignment as a piece of our identity. But the beautiful thing about alignment, I truly deeply believe, is that at this opening door part, this thoughts piece, if we can just focus on that next to identity, of repeated beingness. So your thoughts is something that you're tuning into every single day. I really, truly, deeply believe that the rest happens naturally. It's not like, okay, let me really focus on my thoughts 
and then let me really focus on my feelings and then let me really focus on my actions. It's more so let me really focus on my thoughts as a piece of my identity. And from there, my feelings are going to follow naturally because I'm going to be selecting thoughts from now on that are going to naturally make me feel good. I'm not going to have to force that or try or be super intentional about it. I'm going to be choosing thoughts and therefore I will feel good. And from that feeling good state, I will take better actions. And so it works like this, this beautiful cycle, this beautiful rocket ship taking off that is fueled by the power of the thoughts. And so if we're putting thoughts alongside identity, we can really start to become a person who is living in alignment as part of their identity. So I heard a concept recently that I feel really speaks to this place right here that was a perspective that I found very comforting and very relatable and very, very easy to digest. And Melanie Ann Lair is the woman that I heard this from, who's an incredible mentor in this space. And she was talking about the idea of this imaginary council that we have in our heads. So, you know, picture there's like a board table in your mind with all these seats at it. And the people that are sitting in these seats are even the root of the thoughts themselves because it's these little voices that create the voices in our heads. And if we're not consciously selecting the council members that are sitting at this board table, creating the voices in our head and the thoughts in our head, then oftentimes the people that we're allowing to sit at this table can be people that are not serving us at all. For example, we can have somebody sitting on there who's a bully, somebody sitting on there who's rooted in insecurity, somebody sitting on there that wants to remind you of how you messed up in your past and not let you forget it, somebody sitting there who wants to remind you that You've tried so many times and you always somehow find a way to fail. Someone sitting on there that is nagging at you for all the things that you're not doing right. And if we're not careful of this piece, as much as we tune into that 5% that we were talking about and consciously coming from that hopeful, powerful place of wanting to be in alignment, then it's these voices that are going to take over. And these voices are obviously not things that we intentionally want to be there, but it comes from our experiences and our evidence that we've created from the time that we were a little kid, going into a teenager, going into a young adult, coming into all these things. They can be built up of the things that went wrong or the people who treated us badly or the times that we felt unincluded, or the times that we felt not wanted or not good enough. And they can naturally take a seat at this table because they had such a big effect on us that they imprinted on us to the level at which we actually believed it. And now even though that was so long ago and it probably wasn't even true and it's definitely not true now, 
they're still sitting at our table from our subconscious continuing to speak from the lens of essentially a made-up projection from a place, a wounded place of hurt or trauma that we have inside of ourselves. And so when these thoughts begin to turn into words and we're talking to somebody, maybe it's a therapist, a coach, a mentor, a really good friend, a family member, and you're trying to figure out what is wrong, like what is going on, why can't I do this? A term that often ends up coming out of our mouths is people will think this or people will say that. And we have this idea that it's like this group of people or these certain people who will have these actions if we do X, Y, and Z. And this alone keeps us small for so long, for days, months, years, decades. But in reality, and this is the huge piece, in reality, the people that you're referring to is an imaginary person that you've let sit at the boardroom of your mind because of something that happened so long ago that was not real and is not real and you're letting them dictate your thoughts for your present moment and then therefore allowing that to seep in, affect, change, hinder, slow down your conscious strive towards where you desire to go. So take a moment knowing this, allowing yourself to see the visual and maybe even honing into a couple things that are going on in your mind right now where you're like, oh, yep, I'm definitely slowing myself down here. I'm definitely making up a story that there's people who are going to think X, Y, and Z. See if you can start to just witness who is at the boardroom table of your mind Who sits there? Who has been sitting there? And then maybe notice, when did I let this imaginary person take a seat at this table? Was it when a family member did me wrong when I was little? Was it when a sibling did me wrong, a friend did me wrong, a stranger did me wrong? Something that happened that hurt so bad to the core that I took it on as a piece of who I am that I'm wrong, I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I shouldn't. And that I'm really allowing that to affect what I want right now. So this is like the first piece of a journaling exercise that you could do is just like, who is at my table? And what do they say? Because up until this point... When those voices speak, you've actually been taking it on fully as identity with yourself. When those little thoughts come through your mind, they're in your voice. They're disguised as you. So you deem them to be true. You deem them to be real because they feel completely real. So it must be real. I must be being stupid. I must be out of my league. I must be you know, whatever it is, 
we deem them as true the moment that we hear them because we've been hearing that same voice for so long that it, it must be here, I don't know, because it's truth, because it's protecting me. So here's what you get to do from this point. And this is how you make the identity of tuning into your thoughts every day become something that you can actually do. From this point on, you check in with this council table and who's sitting there. From this point on, you have awareness. From this point on, when you have a voice creeping in that doesn't feel good, that's lower density, that's coming from negativity, that's coming from a place that puts you down, makes you feel less than, tries to make you feel small or slow down, is you get to identify this imaginary person and you get to be the CEO of this boardroom table in your mind and you get to fire that person and you get to ask them to leave the boardroom and then you get to hire and replace in that seat somebody that you actually want on your council. And the, the new imaginary people that you're going to have sitting at this boardroom council table from here on out are going to be people that lift you up. They're going to be people that are leaders and they act like leaders. They're going to be people that lift others up. They're going to be people that inspire you that want to celebrate you, that want to bring you back to the possibility, that want to tell you you are the creator of your reality, that are going to want to tell you that anything you desire gets to happen from here on out. And if you consciously re-sit at this boardroom table, people that deserve to be there not only are you going to be reprogramming the 95% of your subconscious because these thoughts are going to change everything, but you are going to start to live in alignment because this practice of identity of tuning into these thoughts, you're going to be able to catch yourself. When you tap into that 5% conscious dreamer and you know what you want and why you want it and what you're doing, And then that starts to wear off and you come into your 95% and a thought starts to come in that makes you feel bad and then makes you take actions that slow you down. You're going to be able to remember this episode and go, wait a minute. Is this true? Is this real? Or is this an imposter that I'm allowing at the boardroom table of my mind? And can I ask them to leave? And instead, can I have somebody come in and sit down who's going to fuel me, who's going to boost me, who's going to lift me up, who's going to remind me that there's no such thing as failure. We got this. We're doing this for a reason. It's not just for us. It's for such a bigger picture. And it's going to bring so much beauty. And little by little, day by day, identity is repeated beingness. The repeated beingness of staying aware of these thoughts, staying aware of this visual, really not allowing people at this boardroom table that any longer that are rooted from past wounds and instead replace them with leaders 
and people who believe in you and people who are going to support you and tell you to keep going even when it's hard, not to slow down. The repeated daily beingness of that is going to start to change your identity. Your identity is going to become rooted with a really, really strong counsel in your mind. And from there, the alignment piece gets to work like clockwork because this upgraded counsel housed at the root door of alignment is now going to be filled with all the right people, the people who are going to get you from A to B, from A to C, from A to Z. And when our thoughts have been upgraded at a level this big, not from a temporary buzz, from the 5% consciousness tuning into what we desire, but from a grounded place in the subconscious, the 95%, the everyday actions, then our feelings will follow suit and then our actions will follow suit. And if our thoughts, feelings, and actions, this streak of alignment starts to become who we are, starts to become rooted in our identity, then the level at which we're able to compound the rate of our evolution, the rate of our growth internally and externally in our lives becomes out of this world. You will start to notice that what you can get done in a day used to take you weeks. What you can get done in a month used to take you years from all angles. And it's because your energy system is fully turned on. So I invite you with this conversation of alignment to take this into consideration and to break it down in this way so that we don't overanalyze it or we don't try to take on too much at once. Okay, if I want to get to this place, then I need to do this whole long list of things in order to be in alignment with that. It doesn't have to be that hard and that's not sustainable and that's why we're done with the stop, go, stop, go. We zoom it in to this piece right here and you watch your life change so fast. Alignment, alignment, alignment. All right, loves. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag me at Katie underscore underscore Blair so that we can geek out over alignment together. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the world if you could leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't connected on social media yet, come say hello on Instagram at Katie underscore underscore Blair or come visit the website at www.katie-blair.com. I highly recommend you put anything that pinged you from this podcast episode today into action ASAP. I honor you for being here and cannot wait to see you on the next episode.